Welcome to Dear 20-something. I'm Erica, the host of this podcast, and I'm so excited to have you here. A bit about me, I'm a 20-something social entrepreneur and investor who is navigating the ups and downs of being in my 20s. The Dear 20-something podcast started because we wanted to create a space for ambitious and curious 20-somethings to connect with the successful changemakers they most look up to. While the 20s can be a time full of questions and doubts, we're here to humanize the whole thing. You'll hear from successful trailblazers who will share the highs and lows of their 20s, and you'll also get words of wisdom from some experts who will speak on a certain topic relevant for 20-somethings. And then sometimes it'll just be me on the mic hosting an episode where I share a recent reflection or story from my own life as I too am navigating this wild decade. We're so happy to have you here. Let's get started. Today on the solo episode, I will be talking one of my most recent essays that I published called Elephant DNA. So many of you may know that I wrote an essay called Elephants Not Unicorns. What was it? Maybe four or five months ago at this point, um, over the summer. And I was really fortunate that it went viral in the ecosystem and that a lot of people were learning about what it means to build an elephant company. And I sort of coined this new terminology around the types of founders and companies that I want to back at the fund. And since writing that essay, I have gotten so much inbound from, it's totally ranged from people saying, oh my gosh, this is the language and the type of company that I've been building. And I'm glad you put a name to it. I had some people challenge me and say, okay, well, how do you build community? And how do you value these companies? And It was really cool to see the influx of just interest in this topic and seeing other people's imagination kind of run wild with this essay that I wrote. And I couldn't have predicted that. Obviously, so grateful and so excited because that's the thesis for my fund. But it forced me, um, well, it made me want to, too, think a little deeper about some of these questions and flesh them out a little bit more. I was obviously going back and forth on email with people, but I thought there was definitely an opportunity to write a few additional essays, sub-essays, if you will, sort of expanding on some of these points and some of these questions. And so I wrote an essay expanding on one of the main questions that I got, um, really around how do you build a community-driven company? And how do you build it from day one? Like what is kind of the formula or the recipe? Um, And how can we also spot them? the ones that already do exist. And so I put together a little formula that I wanted to share with you all. Um, Again, if you don't operate in venture capital or you don't operate in business, I do still hope this episode is interesting and helpful for you. I think a lot of what I talk about with my writing and the things that need to exist in the world aren't just reserved for venture-backed software businesses. I think a lot of this philosophy can be applied to nonprofits, communities, organizations, other workplaces. Um, you know, I obviously talk about it through the lens of the work I do, but hopefully that there is something interesting in here that you can take away. So as a reminder, what is an elephant startup? An elephant startup has three key traits. They are community-driven, they are purpose-led, and they are built in public. And so for this essay, I focused on that first trait, which is that they are community-driven. So how do you build a startup that is community-driven? What is the formula that you need? So I identified that elephants are founded on one driver and one key value. So that's the formula. Now there are three types of drivers. So I wanted to dive into those. Identity, 
who you are. That's the identity driver. Think of it as like, you know, new motherhood, addiction. Maybe you're part of the LGBTQ plus community. Maybe you're a sibling of someone with disabilities. There's a variety of identities that we have, right? Who you are, who you hold close to you. That's one driver. Another driver, the second driver is career drivers. So this is quite literally what you do for work, right? So this could be investing in companies, which is what I do. It could be making art. It could be being a physician. It could be being a teacher. It could be writing code. It could be however you make money. But that's your career driver. And then the third driver is obsessions drivers. So what you do outside of work, what your obsessions are. So for everyone, this is very different. For me, you might know this is musical theater. If you've listened to my crazy Broadway episodes, um, for some people, it's singing. For some people, it's winemaking or wine drinking. For some people, it's bird watching, sports, astrology. I mean, you name it, right? Everyone has interior decorating. One of my close friends, he's really into being a florist and floral arrangements recently. We all have obsessions, right, outside of how we get make money. So I identified that these are the three main drivers that we have as humans, identity, career, and obsession. Then there's the key values that we possess. And and bear with me, this is going to tie back to startups in a second. So key values that we possess, so many, right? Creativity, financial freedom, intellectual curiosity, diversity, equity. There's so many key values, right? Um, I would actually even argue like humor is a big one, leadership. There's so many values that we can possess as people that we either hold really dearly or we want to see more of in the world. And these values also can show up in business. And so the formula that I crafted, I talked about the three drivers and then the the key value. Each successful elephant company has one key driver and one key value. And it's really interesting if you look at some of the more successful elephants and pair it back. So as an example, some of the later stage elephants, Figma, right? That's like a notorious one with this obsessive membership, obsessive community. They have a career driver, which is their designers, and then the key value, which is collaboration. So it's a very simple way to set up a company. Okay, if you're focusing on people's identity and their their driver as a designer, and you're focused on people's value of collaborating and working well with others. Maybe you would argue accessibility is what they advertise publicly, but I think collaboration is more likely than you get something like Figma. I'm thinking of this formula as sort of like the the recipe to set yourself up for success. Obviously, it's not going to guarantee that you are, but you're setting yourself up to have obsessive members. Um, another late stage elephant would be Discord. So gaming is an obsessions driver. And then connection, right? connecting with other people in group chats online, connection is the key value. Another late stage elephant that I think embodies this formula well is Strava, right? So running and cycling, that's an obsession driver. And community is a key value. And that's, as you can tell from the app, right? That's exactly what they do. And that's why people come back, right? They seek community. Um, A few other adolescent elephants, I'm calling them. So they're sort of we can call them medium size. They're but they're growing fast. I mean, these are the ones that you're hearing a lot in the news. What not? So collectibles, right? There's a lot of people that love collectibles, that sell collectibles, they buy collectibles. That's an obsessions driver. And financial freedom, key value. The amount of money these people are making and able to achieve on whatnot is unbelievable. And for a lot of people, this sat this starts as like a side thing, right? And then it seeps into their actual 
main income. So we could actually argue for some of these people, it becomes a career driver. Starts as an obsession driver, becomes a career driver. Uh, Another adolescent elephant, hugging face. You might be seeing them in the news a lot recently with some of the AI regulation talks. So, you know, AI developers is the career driver and then accessibility, open source, that's the key value. Angel City Football Club. So this this isn't a software play, obviously, but I think it really like exemplifies what I'm trying to get at with this elephant formula or this elephant DNA formula. Angel City Football Club, sports is their obsession driver, right? Soccer women's sports, and equity, and specific, specifically gender equity is the key value. Um, and then I listed a few baby elephants as well in the essay that maybe you don't know of yet, maybe you do. They're all companies that I have personally invested in. Early Bird, Family and Friends of Children is the identity driver, and then Financial Freedom is the key value. So they're basically a consumer fintech app where you can invest in the generational wealth building of the kids of your loved ones. So as an example, I set aside money in an account that will grow tax-free for my cousin's kids because I love them very much and it's this beautiful app that helps them basically build wealth. Um, The Juggernaut is another good example. Um, So the Juggernaut, their South Asian culture is the obsession driver and diversity is the key value. So it's an amazing media um, and also tech company that features stories about the South Asian community across food, tech, culture. I mean, it really, it's a variety. Um, And they're trying to basically feature the South Asian experience and South Asian culture in modern media. Um, So there you go, South Asian culture and diversity. The next one would be Humans Anonymous. And so this um, is a really amazing, think of it as sort of like a clubhouse meets Alcoholics Anonymous really focused on this sort of like younger Gen Z demographic. Um, It's like an anonymous audio platform where you can talk about various mental health issues. So for this one, the identity driver would be being a mental health advocate, right? Whether it's something that you experience yourself or a loved one of yours experiences, and then connection is the key value, right? You go on there to connect with other people. So of course, this model isn't always perfect, um, but I really felt that this summed up what I try to tell founders day one. Like, They come to me and they say, how can I set myself up to build an elephant company? What are the things that can help me find those obsessive members and build that obsessive community? And I felt that this was a pretty simple way to think about it. Um, So I'd love to hear what you think. You know, remember like the real difference is that elephants are dominated by these drivers and these key values and everything that they do. And they're unafraid to stand by these key drivers and, and key values. And that's what separates the elephants from the, you know, the rest of the herd, if you will. No pun intended. Um, There's a few other questions that I address in the essay as well. You know, what if there's two drivers or two key values? Can this formula be incorporated later in a company's life versus day one? So if you're curious on those, I recommend checking out the essay, which we'll we'll link here in the show notes. And it's also on my Twitter profile and my LinkedIn profile. Um, But yeah, I hope that this is helpful for, you know, early stage founders and even those of you who are just wanting to build community in general, whatever world you operate in. I'm a big fan, you know, my mind works in like numbers and formulas and as much as possible, simplifying some of these things down and distilling it into something very digestible, I think is really important. Um, So if you are building an elephant or you want to chat more about this formula or you have other ideas or pushback or examples, don't hesitate to DM me um, or send me an email. Uh, Erica Wenger, Erica underscore Wenger on all socials, as you guys know. Um, And yeah. 
thanks so much for listening. I hope you liked the essay. There are more to come. If there are certain questions you have or other topics you want me to dive deeper into, don't hesitate to reach out. And yeah, thanks so much for listening, guys. Have a good day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dear 20-something. If you enjoyed it, you can give us a follow over at Dear 20-something on Instagram or subscribe here or anywhere you get podcasts.